You know, Wayne, many people feel voiceless to be heard and they have no platform to speak from. So I believe the Lord appoints others to speak and act on their behalf, just like he did with Moses and the children of Israel. Let's talk about it today. All right, we will. Coming up shortly is someone who says she brings cancer survivors together for education and encouragement. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Come with us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Pastor P is his name, as we call him. Pastor, how you doing? I'm doing well. God is good and life is also good. I agree with you 100%. Thank you for all you do. Now, today we're going to talk about, uh, well, this, this is interesting. We've got a guest who's going to come back and rejoin. It's always encouraging when someone comes back a second time, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it means they had a good time. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yes. And we had a good time with her. That's yeah, for sure. yeah. Her name is Nicole. This is a woman that's just full of life and energy. But more importantly, she took you know what was challenging in her life, and she literally turned it into a ministry, a mission, uh, a platform. And there are just a plethora of things that she took from her cancer experience. She wrote a book. She's written music. Uh, she's now an advocate. She's uh, she's done some things with the federal government. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable what was birthed out of what can be considered a negative experience that she chose to make that a very positive dynamic. And now her life is completely encompassed around serving the cancer community based upon what she learned and experienced. Yeah, we're grateful for anyone who's an advocate for cancer care. But when someone has been through it themselves and becomes an advocate, there's a deeper understanding, a deeper level there, don't you think? Well, there's just an authenticity. There's a legitimacy that that comes with that, obviously. You know, you can't lead where you haven't been. You know, you can't talk about what you don't know. Uh, You can't draw from an empty well. And in this particular case, uh, this woman has done just the opposite. Her well was full, and she is drawing from it, and she is giving and giving, and and she is allowing people— Uh, to eat the fruit off of her tree. And the Bible tells us that we would be like trees planted uh, by the living waters and that, you know, our fruit will remain. And this is an individual that people are benefiting from the fruit that have come off of her tree. And I thank God for her every day. All right. So stay with us here and you'll be meeting Nicole all over again here on the program. She was with us recently. So Mm -hmm. stay with us on Health, Hope and Inspiration. Now, recently we posed a question to listeners. How has being a part of a community of people affected by cancer benefited you? How has that happened? And you've been looking over some of the responses. So we have a response from Reno, Nevada. So thank you for all of you that are listening in Reno. We appreciate it. And the answer was the person's answer you read for the week of November 29th through December 5th is correct. Your podcasts are not only effective just for cancer patients, it can be applied to so many things. I've been having difficulty and a difficult time with the intestinal problems that I experience. Your podcasts have helped me gain control by seeking help, which I haven't been doing. Mm. I need to learn to lean on God more. Excellent. Very yeah, good. Thank you so much from Reno. And we appreciate uh, the encouraging words. And so continue to be led by God and continue to lean on him and continue to allow people to help and assist you. Amen. Okay. Is it okay with you if I uh, pose another question to our listeners? Please feel <laughs> free to do so, Wayne. Okay. 
here's here's the question that we're going to pose this week to our listeners. Okay. How have you used your voice to help others, and what was the outcome? Yeah. So how have you used your voice to help others and share an outcome from doing that? We'd love to have your response to that, and we've made it easy. You can type your response online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. As I always say, just click on Connect. The drop-down menu will give you a box there to answer the question. Mm-hmm. How have you used your voice to help others, and what was the outcome? I look forward to the responses to this one, Percy. And so do I. I want to hear this as well, because when we understand the power of our voice and the power of speaking, then we can begin to look at how has that benefited and helped others. Yeah, we want to hear that, so I'm excited as well, sir. Okay, open the Bible up there that you have. Uh, I can't see whether it's a, one of the printed Bibles or is that electronic <laughs> version you're using today? I actually have both sitting in front of me. So let's go to the Holy Scriptures and let's get our spiritual nugget for today. Found in Psalms, the 81st chapter, verse number 10, we can extrapolate a thought from, and it says this, that I am the Lord thy God, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. And so this is going to help us with the conversation that we're going to have today uh, with Nicole, because the land of Egypt that God says that he'll deliver us from was a land of oppression, was Mm -hmm. a land of slavery. It was a land of difficulty and abusiveness. And in many cases, that's what cancer feels like, an oppressive, abusive uh, dynamic that's trying to control and dictate our lives. God said he's going to deliver us from that. But when he does, he says, I want you to open your mouth wide and I'm going to fill it. And that's exactly Mm -hmm what this tremendous advocate has done and is doing as she continues to open her mouth and the Lord is filling it with good things. Nicole is next, but first, if you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, a comprehensive cancer care network. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Let's turn to our guest now. Here is Percy McRae. Uh, We've had a conversation before with this young lady. Uh, I call her super advocate, uh, Nicole Surrett, who uh, formerly had breast cancer, uh, originally diagnosed several years ago uh, back in 2011. She is now a thriver, a survivor. She is no longer under any clinical care whatsoever. And uh, we want to talk to her. She's an author, a singer, a public speaker. And we uh, talked a little bit uh, about her book that she wrote the last time that she was on the show. But today we want to talk about something a little bit different, and that is about her uh, patient advocacy work that she does that is taking her uh, to some very uh, interesting uh, places that has allowed her voice and her message and her testimony uh, to be carried to uh, the community on on larger levels uh, that is making a real impact. Welcome to the show today, Nicole. Thank you for coming back to us. Sure, I appreciate 
Invitation number two. <laughs> Having said that, and of course, if you're interested in hearing uh, the previous conversation with Nicole, you can certainly archive uh, any of the shows on the health, hope, and inspiration.com. Just simply type in Nicole Two L's Surrett, and you'll be able to pull up her show accordingly from uh, the last conversation. But we're going to go in a very different direction today with regard to the work that you've been doing. Again, uh, cancer survivor, breast cancer survivor. Uh, 2011 was your original diagnosis. You've been long past uh, all of that at this point, and now you're out literally in the field. You are out getting super busy uh, with your patient advocacy work. Let's talk a little bit about what you are now doing as an advocate and some of the things that you're doing from an advocacy perspective. So I'm doing a bunch of things, and I'll just kind of start locally and then kind of go from there. Sure. Uh, When I was diagnosed, I stopped working. My job was stressful, Mm. and I realized that I couldn't fight cancer and fight the people on the job. (laughs) (laughs) So I came out of it and couldn't find a job, and that's when I realized, okay, God, I got it. I need to be on this platform promoting health and wellness as a lifestyle with an emphasis on stress management. So I started doing some events in Delaware, and I started working with a couple of the local hospitals and local breast cancer organizations. Some people think that there's just one type of breast cancer. No, there are many types of breast cancer. So your breast cancer is very individualized, just like each snowflake is different. Mm. But there is one particular breast cancer called triple negative breast cancer that impacts uh, young women of color. And Delaware happens to be number one in the country. Mm. So Mm. our nickname as a state is the first state. But we certainly don't want to be number one as it relates to triple negative breast cancer. Absolutely. And when I talk about young women, you know, somebody might be 28, 29. They go to the doctor. The doctor says, you're too young for breast cancer. Come back and see me next year. They do that. And it is breast cancer. And now it's triple negative breast cancer, which is an aggressive type of breast cancer. So now we've lost a year of treatment. Yeah. So I am working with young young women so that they are their own advocates. You know, nobody knows your body like you do. So if something ladies and men, if if it doesn't look right, if it doesn't feel right, and you are young and you get a message like that, go find another doctor because we've got to go with our gut instinct. So we created a program to inform communities of color about triple negative breast cancer here in Delaware. But I wanted to expand my reach So I was trained in advocacy and public policy and had an opportunity to speak on Capitol Hill, which was just an amazing experience. And our legislators didn't even know about our status in Delaware. Hmm. And so that was eye opening to them. And now they can put, you know, as they get different bills that come on their their desk and we're asking them to sponsor it. Now they've got a face and a name and a story to connect with So that's part of what I'm doing in terms of advocacy. The other thing that I've done is I am now trained in this program called Project Lead, a very intense program. So my background is in as an educator, but science has never been my strong point. So I decided, let me get this training because I knew how cancer impacted me from the day of diagnosis outwardly, but I wanted background on what was actually going in going on internally where I got this cancer diagnosis. So that's part of the advocacy that I'm doing, you know, just 
uh, bringing survivors together, whether it's through a Zoom call, in-person at events. I send out monthly text messages because I want my, my bosom buddies to be encouraged. Okay. Um, you know, you never know what we're going through. And sometimes you just need to, to know that it's okay. I make myself available to my LinkedIn Pink sisters. They know that they can call me anytime to ask questions if they need help or if they just want to vent because nobody knows the journey like somebody who's been there, done that, and unfortunately got the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and thank God for what you're doing. Just bless you, my dear. Again, the amount of energy and stamina, first of all, that's needed. Uh, and we know the need is great. Uh, according to the American Cancer Society, it is projected that one out of every three people are potentially uh, going to be impacted and affected by this disease at some point in their life. And so that's a large number of people that live next door to us, live across the street from us, go to church with us or in our own families, uh, that we need advocacy uh, because what we do understand and know is that, to your point, for those who pay attention to their bodies, listen to their bodies, and then follow up accordingly and do something about those symptoms or those signs, the earlier that that, that can be reacted to and responded to, the greater level of, of response of, from a treatment perspective and from a survivalship perspective uh, we have in terms of really being able to address the malady of our day. And so uh, we need you out on the front lines doing what you do. But you also mentioned earlier your work on Capitol Hill. So what observations can you report from the Hill as a result of that work, Nicole? People would be so surprised the bills that are sitting on desks in D.C. Wow. You know, people want to help. And it's great that people support organizations, that they participate in walks and runs and marathons and endurance events to support cancer organizations, that's great. But when I go to DC, I can talk to people about making change through their voice. Okay. Through their voice, making phone calls, sending emails through their vote. Because people will be surprised that, again, bills are sitting on their desk and people need help. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so there are some bills where, one bill in particular has to do with oral parity where because of your type of insurance, they will pay for an IV chemo treatment, mm -hmm. but they won't pay for a chemo pill. Okay. And so now some people are being forced to go make a trip to a cancer center, sit in a chair for hours and get IV chemotherapy when there's a pill available, but they can't take it because it's cost prohibitive. Mm. Well, that is crazy. Yeah. You know, there are complications when you get an IV for chemo treatment. So if somebody can be treated at home in the comfort of, of their own home, not have to make that trip and potentially deal with some adverse effects, why why is that a problem? Yeah. You know, we should be able to have access to treatment, whether it's through an IV or a pill, and it not be a cost factor. Sure. So, you know, we have some women who aren't going once they get a mammogram, they can't go get more diagnostic testing because of their age or of insurance yeah. or things like that. You know, Reverend Percy, we've been fighting cancer for a long time. That is true. We should have to jump these hurdles. Trust me, to your listeners, cancer is stressful enough. 
you don't need to, we don't need to go into debt trying to save our lives. Yeah. And so those bills are sitting on desks. And so when I go to Capitol Hill, when I join other um, advocates, that's what we're trying to do is let's get these bills passed and signed off so that people can get the help that they need so that they can live the lives that they desire and the lives that they deserve. Yeah. Quality lives. Well, one thing for sure, and you're absolutely right, the menagerie of healthcare and access to it accordingly, uh, one could argue is also the malady of our day, if, if you want to use that term in that context. And certainly um, it, it does boggle the mind of, of how, how difficult in many cases it is for individuals uh, to make a simple choice, as you just stated, between uh, an IV versus a tablet and how one is more advantageous than the other just for so many different reasons, but because of uh, healthcare insurance restrictions uh, that may be prohibitive. So again, we need you and others like you out uh, on Capitol Hill and, and, and beating that drum and, and bringing those points uh, to bear so that hopefully from a legislative perspective, you know, good common sense will, will, will take over with regard to uh, how we approach this from a healthcare perspective. Thank you uh, for doing just that. Uh, with, the, with the little time that we do have, um, again, um, question, what, what would be the one thing, based upon all that we've just discussed, that you'd like to leave uh, someone with today around either being an advocate or receiving advocacy? What's the one thing that you'd like to say as your closing message or statement uh, with regard to the work that you're doing? Get started. Mm. Get started. If you're interested in advocacy, you know, reach out to a local breast cancer group. Um, you can do Google's Everybody's Best Friend. Just type something in. <laughs> you'll get some information. Um, our voices need to be heard and we need to be survivors strong and stand together, arms locked, because, you know, I'm committed to this until we are no longer having conversations about cancer. And everybody just needs to find their find their own place. What is it that you can do? You know, I'm on the front lines. I'm comfortable there. If you're not, we need people to make phone calls. Yeah. We need people to send out email addresses. Find your place. And just jump in, jump in, and, and let's get it done together. Get started. I like it. Simple, succinct, but powerful. Very quickly, again, uh, share with the audience how someone can reach you either to uh, get your book uh, or uh, invite you out for a speaking engagement. You do tons of speaking. Uh, how can pe or how can someone reach out to you if they may have a question or they, they'd like to you know, start a conversation around advocacy? How can people reach out to you, dear? I'll give everybody my website address and you can just type in a little note and I'll get the email. My website address is www.inspired, N-S-P-I-R-E-D, by B-Y, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-L-E.com. I am on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I am happy to speak to any and everyone and to be of service. That's what it's about for me. Today you've heard from Nicole Surrett, uh, originally diagnosed in 2011 with breast cancer, now a thriver and survivor, no longer receiving treatment, and is out 
literally pounding the pavement, uh, using her voice, using her story, uh, using her platform to continue to advocate on behalf of cancer, cancer treatment, and for cancer patients everywhere. Today, I thank you, dear, for being a servant and having a servant's heart. May the Lord continue to expand your boundaries and provide you with a greater reach as you continue to declare that God is good, he is faithful, and that yet still good things are yet to come in the lives of those who dare to believe and fight for their life. As you said, they have a reason and they have a right to do that. Today, you've heard from Nicole Surrett. Bless you, dear. Thank you. Take care. Percy returns in a moment. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers offering an integrated approach that combines surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies to manage side effects and enhance quality of life during treatment and into survivorship. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies like spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, I see why you brought Nicole back to the program here today, who was with us previously. Yeah, Nicole is my girl. I love her so much because of her passion for cancer. And it's hard for people to wrap their head and their heart around that if they haven't been through this, if they haven't experienced. And cancer has to, you have to have a passion to to kind of look cancer in the eye because it can be daunting. And in her particular case, you know, she talked about how when she was initially initially diagnosed that she said she couldn't fight cancer and yeah. fight the job that mm-hmm, she was working mm-hmm. on at the same time. And I took that as, it's interesting how God used cancer to change her job and therefore change her work. Uh, she's still working and working probably more than she ever did, but with a very different uh, emphasis and focus around being an advocate on behalf of others. And I love this about her. Yeah. You know, as I listened, I was thinking about this, that it's interesting to see people who are motivated to help other people because of what they've been through. Now, there's 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 something Christianly about that. You know what I mean? It, it really is. And at the end of the day, when, you know, what's interesting, for example, and I was thinking about this the other day, I was watching a particular program on a particular network TV station, uh, and, and it, it has different individuals doing different things, and they always do these testimonials of what inspired you, what in, what motivated you to get to this point. And in many cases, they're, they're very sad, difficult circumstances that people had to work through, but how those circumstances and those situations propelled them and became a motivator to say, listen, I can do this, that, or the other, and how it, it changed the trajectory of their life. And I think that there's something that God has just simply built into the human experience that when we are faced with negative circumstances and challenging circumstances in our personal lives, that if we can connect that back to the will and purpose of God, how it can change the the perspective of how we view life, and it will motivate us to do things and do things on behalf of others. I love it at the yeah. end of the day. I'm a living witness of it. Yeah, and, and you mentioned the word motivation. Uh, that's so important because none of this is easy. No. Uh, I, I'm sure if Nicole were here to tell us, she would tell, hey, this is not easy for me. 
Well, and, you know, because her pathway was interesting. You know, one of the dynamics of her precursor is that, you know, she she had some relational challenges where she became a single mom. Uh, you know, then she had to she made an adjustment with her work environment and said, you know, I've got to create a, a platform of some sort that will allow me to kind of focus on health and wellness and physical fitness and, and advocacy. So, again, yeah, nothing great or nothing significant that is done for others is done without challenge and done without a price to be paid. Yep. I want to high. So I'm going to take a moment, put on my pastor's hat. For okay. A moment. You, you got my permission. Thank you. I appreciate that because <laughs> I think that there are, there, there may be some in this generation that want something for nothing. We want to do great things. We want to be seen as people who have made a difference in the world, but we don't want to do that without paying a cost for that. And I suggest just as Christ, he paid a price uh, for the salvation of the world. He had to yeah. give up something in order to facilitate something on behalf of others. And there's a spiritual principle, and I might just do a little seminar on that at the end of the day, because ultimately we do not get to the greatness of God in our lives from a mission perspective until we pay a price on some level that we have to give up something or go through something in order to get to that place. Nicole Surrett goes to the head of the class, as well as so many others that have been on this platform to encourage just to think along those lines. Yeah. Well, here's the terms in which I think about it. So often we're in a situation to take, you know, we take Mm. in, we take in, we take in. What Mm. are we giving back? Are we just takers or are we givers as well? We have, if if we want to celebrate what the Lord has done in our life, we've got to be a giver as well. Preach the word, Reverend Rain. I mean, the scripture (laughs) that comes to my mind is ever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of the faith of God. Mm -hmm. So we're just learning, we're learning, we're observing, we're taking. But when do we take that which we have learned, that we have seen, and that we have felt, and then translate that, uh, sort of like the concept of the turbo booster in an engine, uh, reusing the exhaust to make that energy to push and propel us and give us extra Ooh, I energy. like that, yeah. Yeah. So with that, that's this is the whole point of the exercise of living life as people of faith. We're not just walking through casually, taking a vacation and absorbing the next great TV show. What is it that, that has been put before us that we have had to personally experience? And then what is it that God is saying, here is what I want you to do with that on behalf of others? That's the huge takeaway from listening to a person like Nicole and so many others that we've talked to. And cancer can be. And I want someone that's listening to me today. You may not feel that right now. It may not even seem like that at the moment. And I get it. And I understand that. But hang in there and do not be weary and well-doing because God is faithful. And I believe that he will take what appears to be tragedy and turn it into triumph. Remember, he took a stutterer and gave him a stick hmm. who allowed to, who was allowed to be the leader of the nation of Israel. That's yeah. how God does business. Yeah, yeah. Well, I realize there can be extenuating circumstances, and I, and I know that, you know, sometimes you just don't have the energy to give. Sure, sure. But, but, you know, again, as Nicole said, going back to Nicole, just get started. Do something. Do something simple. Well, it was her, it was her admonition when it was all said and done. She basically said, get started where you are. And again, it can be small. As she said, 
you know, she talked about her advocacy work on Capitol Hill, you know, where she went and 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 made some uh, petitions before our federal government. And God bless her for the courage, the stamina and the willingness to do so. But everybody may not have that opportunity or that ability, but you can get started where you are in your community, in your church, uh, on in your neighborhood, on your block. So, again, we don't have to think about something being big to be effective. Uh, that's why the Bible tells us, forsake not the days of small beginnings, because God can take our little and he can turn it into much if we just put it in the master's hand. I know there are a lot of people listening right now who have done this very thing, and we want to hear from you. Here's mm-hmm. our question this week. Yes. How have you used your voice to help others, and what was the outcome? Mm-hmm. I bet we're going to get a bunch of replies to this one. What do you I think? want to hear this so badly, and I encourage, flood our, uh, our email box, please. We want to hear this, and we're going to read as many of those as we possibly can as that time will allow us. But I want to hear how God used your voice on behalf of other people, empowering them, mobilizing them, moving them forward. Because at the end of the day, that's how God does business. He'll take one to move a hundred and he'll take a hundred to move a thousand, but he needs that one to get started. We want to hear your testimony and we want to hear that story. Please share with us how God used your voice to help others to move forward. And what was the outcome? We really want to hear that story. Reply at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Connect, and you'll be able to type in your response there, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Also, our resources there for your taking, inspirational thoughts for cancer patients. Sometimes we just need some thought starters, don't we? This is a, a great little resource to help with that. And that's exactly what it is. It's simply to prime the pump to kind of get you moving in a direction that you're not trying to do that uh, just from a, a dry run. And so with that, it'll help you to kind of be encouraged on things you can say and share and print that you can give to others as well. So again, uh, please download this resource and take advantage of it. That's why it's there. And that's the reason why it was created. And then do us a favor. Tell someone else about health, hope, and inspiration. Mm. Let them know that they can subscribe at our website or at Apple Podcasts or other podcast platforms. Healthhopeandinspiration.com. Use your social media for this purpose. Don't just talk about the last thing you had to eat. (laughs) (laughs) You're taking pictures of food, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do something like uh, let it be known that health, hope, and inspiration is available to anyone to listen to at any time. And we have a uh, Facebook page for Health, Hope, and Inspiration and a Twitter page. So please seek us out, follow us, and share and expand this vision as we continue to declare war on cancer. And we believe at the end of the day, the Lord will have the final word in that conflict. Amen. Amen. All right, let's circle back to our scripture passage. All right. So with that, so appropriate since we've been preaching here for the last 10 or 15 minutes, let's get the word in here. And so with that, we thank God for the opportunity and we want to close strong as we started Psalms, the 81st chapter, verse number 10. And our spiritual nugget is this. We are reminded that God says that I am the Lord thy God. In case we get confused, cancer is not God in our lives. Amen. Mm, Amen. Our doctor is not our God. Our finances is not our God. I am the Lord thy God which brought thee out of the land of Egypt or bondage or or terrible circumstances. And so when God brings us out, listen to what he asks of us when he delivers us. Open thy mouth wide, not just a little bit, not a whisper, not a murmur. Hmm. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. Nicole told us, just get started. Don't worry about how, when, or where. Start where you are. Start small. Just open your mouth 
and God will fill it with the rest. And you'll be surprised and amazed how he will expand you and how he'll use you for other things. As you are faithful with little, he will make you rulers over much. Be encouraged. We hope to hear from you this week at healthhopeandinspiration.com. God bless you, Pastor. We'll see you soon. Listen, with that being said, we've got work to do. And so keep chopping the wood. I love you to life and not to death. Until the next time, this is Pastor Percy McCrake. We'll talk soon. Join us for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.